Yeah, it's like you guys are growing with us. Because like I said, right. right now, that's not a doubt in terms of my feelings and sentiments towards our marriage. But once we have a kid, we can't be naive to the fact, just like we were talking about with our friends, losing our friends, that that's going to weigh on us in a different, on our marriage in a different way. Right. And so although we haven't experienced it yet and it's not an issue for, or a concern right now, it's not to say that it won't be. Right. And it's more, it's the unknown. It's more yeah. so that fear of the But we're not going to stress unknown. it right now because right. right now we good. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> I remember first date, D.C. Couldn't wait to take you out. Couldn't wait to be your spouse. Babe, why you lying? You was fronting all them years. You was running. I was ready and was searching. Since you wasn't ready, thought it was a different person. Nah, you was trying to force it, but you wasn't ready either. We was different creatures navigating school using our... What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. And welcome to another episode of Love, Love and, and Other, Other Drugs. Drugs. I'm John. And I'm Tanisha. Remember to subscribe to us. Remember to rate us. We're on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, where we are John and Tanisha, J-O-N-A-N-D-T-A-N-E-S-H-A. And remember to visit johnandtanisha.com for merch and other updates. And also, when you visit our website, remember to sign up for our email list. Yes. We are back, and we are now at 28 weeks of our pregnancy. Yeah, I'm so excited. My Third third trimester. My app says that the baby is now as big as a head of lettuce. That's pretty big. That's big. Over two pounds, like two and a half, I think. Um, And... We're getting a lot of movement. Yeah, it says 2.25 pounds, 15 inches on my app. 12 weeks to go. So we are, we're hitting the home stretch here. Yeah. How do you 12 feel? 12 weeks doesn't seem like a lot, but then it seems like a lot. So I think the beginning of July is our last four-week appointment. And then we start going every two weeks. And then eventually we'll start going every week. So, yeah, we're getting there. Do you feel like you're out of the honeymoon phase? They said that the second trimester is the honeymoon phase, and the third trimester you start to feel like, get this baby out of me. Is that how you feel? I don't feel like get this baby out of me yet, (laughs) but I feel like everything's a task now. And I was starting to feel that like last week. Um, I am a runner What's that song? Oh, she's a runner. She's a track star. What? <laughs> I like to be on the go. So, like, last week I had this whole agenda of errands, fake errands to run. And I say fake errands because I didn't really need anything. I was just out. And um, obviously it's summertime. It's starting to get more warm. And I had on comfy shoes, supportive shoes. 
But by the time, like one, you have to go to the bathroom so much. It's ridiculous. And I'm snooty about where I go to the bathroom. So I basically was like one errand, two errands, come home, drop those things off, go to the bathroom and then go back out. You couldn't stay out like you're used Um, to. Right. It's ghetto. Because I like, you know, I like to get all my stuff done. I like to feel like I'm not, you know, going in circles, which essentially I was. Like, Target's up the street. I went to Target, went to Home Goods, had to come home, then went to the store to pick up something for my parents. But that was, like, further out past Target when I could have. It was all on the same stretch. So it was, like, when I could have or essentially I would have hit all those spots at one time. And then just been done at a certain time. And then I had to take a nap. Like before my mom's party. Like, so it's a lot. And then I have you like running around. Like I have you like doing all my lifting. So I have you like taking everything out to the car. But when you weren't with me for the party, I had to make multiple trips out to the car and into the house for my mom's party. So... It's getting a little, a little too hood for me, for real, for <laughs> real. Like I'm a suburban kid, and it's getting a little ghetto. Like pregnancy, you know, and I still have 12 weeks, so I, I can just say, like after the baby shower and after his room is done, I'm gonna be over it. That's where I feel like I'm gonna be at my wits' end when I'm just waiting for him to get here. Is when I'm gonna be over it. Mm-hmm. But right now we're still coasting. It's just slower pace, which is it it's a little frustrating for me because that's just not how I move. Yeah. So yeah. And then my ankles have been swelling. Not a lot, but more than I'm used to. And been rubbing your feet at night. Yeah. Bring the swelling down, moisturized up. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's in the best part. I feel so I feel bad, but then I don't feel bad because I'm like it will be last night it was like eleven o'clock and I was like, Can you lotion my feet? <laughs> like you're literally about to flip over. Get in that comfy spot. Right. So I'll be feeling okay. bad, but you're I don't carrying, feel bad. You're carrying the seat for us, so that's a twenty four seven task. Yeah. That you're doing. It's a lot. Um it's becoming a lot. I won't say it's been a lot. It's becoming a lot. Like sleeping is getting uncomfortable. I don't know how much longer I'll be in the bed. Cause I've had this like set up in our bed for a while now to keep me comfortable. And that's starting to kind of lose. Do they say you eventually move off of the bed? I know a lot of women end up sleeping on the couch towards the end. Okay. Like, the bed's starting to get, like, harder to get in and out of. Like, to go to the bathroom. Oh. I'm going to the bathroom, like, three three times max at night. And so, getting in and out of the bed because of how high it is is becoming uncomfortable. Gotcha. And the couch is lower. So, I would think getting off the couch at night would be a little easier. The actual sleep part might be more uncomfortable. I would think, right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, but then they say you don't really sleep towards the end. Oh. So, yeah. it's We're getting there. 
Um, you know what's exciting for me that makes it more exciting is some of my bump buddies are having their babies. So it's... Did you just make that term up or is that a thing that people say? I don't know if it's a thing, but I've been referring to my friends that are pregnant with me as my bump buddies. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so they've uh, like one, one of, one out of the two, no, two people that I know had their babies this week and they were pregnant, like obviously earlier than me, but like. We've been pregnant together. And so that's super exciting. I was, I saw like just seeing like her, them and their families, like just, especially the one, cause she, this was their first baby together. Mm-hmm. Um, their first baby in general. And it, it was just like, I referred to it as looking like heaven. Like it just <laughs> looks so worth it. And her son came late. So I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to get to that part. It will all be worth it. You said you can feel him moving around a lot more now, right? Right. And I can, I can feel him. Like when I, when I put my hand there, a lot of times before it was just, I can not feel it. anything. Like every now and then we would catch something. But now it's like, if I set my hand there long enough, he's going to move. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to feel him. Yeah, so that that's been a change. It it shows that he's actually growing and yeah, developing his sense of what do you call that? Like, look how big Motion. his foot is. Yeah, that's wow. what I was saying. Like, I can actually feel like it feels like there's body parts in there, mm-hmm. not just something swimming around. Not just a blob. Yeah, a little fish. Right. <laughs> it's weird. It's so cool though because. It seemed like just yesterday, it only felt like flutters, like little flutters where they're like, it feels like the little butterflies in your stomach Mm -hmm. to feeling full blown kicks and movements where you're like, oh my God. Cause like, I remember sometimes I'm like, how, like what the, what are you even doing over there? Right. So yeah, it's very exciting. Um, I've been trying to stay organized in his room. We're down to like 10% of the stuff in his room is mine now. So that's great because <laughs> that's been a little, we've been doing a little at a time in that room. So just like getting everything organized. Cause like I right. said, after the shower, we'll actually start working on the nursery once everything is here and we order the last bit of the stuff that we need. So yeah, I'm excited. Getting very excited. I'm so excited for the baby shower. Finalized everything this week for the baby shower. Y'all know I love a gathering. Y'all know I love a party. And not being able to have parties and gatherings during this pandemic really messed with your girl. Right. Even though the baby shower is low key, you found a way to make it that it's not found a way. I'm going to find a way to get it. It's low key in terms of the amount of people, but it's not low key in regards to the celebration, <laughs> right? The actual, <laughs> the actual celebration and the way that, I mean, you're, you, you're an event planner. That's what you do. So that's where you, you get joy out of stuff like that. Yeah, I do. The, like the, the whole process you enjoy. Yeah, I do. I enjoy all of it. Um, and so, yeah, I picked up all the print shop stuff and that made me so like, 
giddy. Like it just made me like when you pick up all your, you have all your Christmas gifts and you just have to wrap them up. That's how I felt. Like it was so exciting and everything's in order. Like I spoke to the, the venue and everything's set up. We got our, our, uh, what's it called? Our seating arrangement and uh, of how the room's going to be set up and all the vendors are confirmed and times and everything is set up and my team is ready. I have the, I have the best team. I have the easy, most easy going team. And my team is my family, my sisters and my mom. Easy going. <laughs> yeah. John said he wasn't going to be a part of the baby shower meeting because he was like, seems like it could run very long. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of big personalities. But yeah, so yeah, no, everybody I feel like is pretty, everybody knows how to play. Like everybody plays a pivotal part. I'll say that. And so everybody brings something different to the table that's necessary. And so it just makes it for the flow of everything to go well. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. So, yeah. And I also didn't want it to be strenuous on them. So we have an amazing venue and a lot of the annoying stuff will already be dealt with and done. And so really it's just them showing up and really supporting me as best as they can. So I'm excited. I'm so excited to see my friends. I'm probably going to cry. That's how, like, I was thinking about that and I was like, I just can't wait to see, like. Because some people you haven't seen since the pandemic. Right. And some people I'm just used to seeing, like Megan, because she lives, she used to live closer and we would have our times that we know that we would see each other. And so I haven't seen her in a while since she's moved. And I'm just excited to see all my friends. Um, and my, I'm about to cry now talking about it. Like, I'm just so excited. No way. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going down. Yeah. It's, it's exciting, exciting times. Yeah. It, it feels like you said it. It, it seems like I feel like it's going to whiz by. Like, we're, we're going to blink our eyes. And I hope so, honey. We're going to be right there. I really hope so. I feel like the baby shower, though, I've been planning for so long that it's finally here. Like, I, essentially, we've been planning the baby shower since, like, February. Right. The, I know that's not that long, but when we were looking at venues and stuff, people didn't even know. Only a few people knew we were pregnant. Right. So, yeah. Because, again, you're party-minded, so that was the first thing your mind jumped to. Right. And that was a little scary to try to start <laughs> planning a baby shower. And then like you were still in that period where like right. anything could have happened. So that was a little bit overwhelming, but I was just trying to be optimistic. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like whatever was supposed to happen was going to happen. Yeah. So I was trying to think about it from that point of view, but I wouldn't suggest planning your baby shower in the first trimester. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't suggest that, but that's just who I am. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So today, today on the podcast, we want to talk about managing doubts. We want to keep with the theme of being transparent and talking about the full spectrum of the reality of 
the feelings and emotions that come along with relationships and marriage and now parent parenthood that mm-hmm. e- even though we're not we're not parent well technically we are parents now you got yeah. you got a bunch of mother's day stuff i'm not sure if i'm getting father's day stuff because you know how they do us on father's day right so i might not even get well next year i plan to do a large father's day gathering gotcha. for the fathers but this year you probably just won't get a card <laughs> But yeah, we, uh, and I guess that's probably where we should start since we just started talking about all this baby stuff and how we're excited Mm -hmm. because we are, we are excited about the baby coming and seeing what he's going to look like and having him like we were just out to eat last night and surrounded by babies. Yeah. There were, there were babies all over the place. And I was like, can you believe that's about to be us? And we were, I was like, caught myself looking at the baby, like just, just smiling because I know that that's where we're headed. And we know that, uh, like he's going, going to be part of us. He's going to be part of our family. Right. Like he was technically out to dinner with us last night, but he's going to be legit out to dinner with us. Right. He's going to be right there. Right. But in that same regard, he's going to be right there. Right. And so you can't control he, you anything. You can't control him. So they might cry. There's going to there's going to be a lot to deal with. So there's a lot of there's a lot of doubts that come into your mind when you think about being a parent mm-hmm. and being responsible for a whole human being. Right. <laughs> Especially when. You've never done it before. Right. And I mean, you you realize that nobody's really before you do it, you nobody's done it before. It's not like there's a, a rule book, a manual that that uh, tells you exactly how to do it. Everybody does things different ways. And it's it's one of those things where you it can get overwhelming when you actually sit back and start to think about all of the things that come along with raising a child like beyond just the changing of the diapers and the feeding and because all of that's going to be a lot in in its own as well that we're not used to dealing with but once you start thinking about the trying to train up your child the way that they should go and you start to think about what what they're going to see, what wisdom you want to, that you want to lead them, leave them with as, as they're trying to grow and trying to mature. And you're like, do I even have that? Do, do I even have that wisdom to give for them to be their best self? And do I even have, if, if a situation happens, do I, that I'm not familiar with, do I have the, the, the capacity to to deal with certain things as a parent and I've never dealt with it before, you know? Yeah. I've had a emotional week and a half with the doubts about being a good mom. And I think that's just like normal um, to, like you said, to doubt this is something new, you know, um, and so I've had like 
a few moments where I'm just kind of like, is this, am I going to be good at this? Like I'm very much a overachiever and the, and I know what I do well, you know, and I'm confident in the things that I do well, but this is something that I have no idea if I'm going to be good at it. So it's it's like, but I think also we have no idea how to prepare or plan for it. So the things that we are doing now are essentially things that are building our confidence in our, who we are as parents. So it's, it's very hard to say, like, even when we were going to to put together the registry, there are thousands of things out there, like literally things that are supposed to make parenting and motherhood easier. And every time I went to add something to the registry, I would be like, do I need this? Is this, is, is this going to be something that helps me be successful at being a mom, which is ridiculous to think about. Right. Or is it just good marketing? Right. So <laughs> yeah. And then the, the fear of like your baby surviving, there's so many stories that you hear about like that put doubt and fear into your mind. Mm-hmm. And so like even all the way down to our mattress, I got a $250 baby mattress so that the baby doesn't suffocate like stuff like that. Because I, you know what I'm saying? That would freak me out that I didn't get, give or do the best that I could for the baby to survive. If something, right. You'd feel bad if something happened right? and you knew beforehand what it wasn't, it it wasn't breathable enough. Right. So we got a hundred (laughs) percent organic, breathable mattress (laughs) shout out to my aunt star because like those are the things that i'm worried about we've got a freaking 500 baby monitor to monitor the breathing like there's so many doubts and fears and things that make you anxious about doing something new in general but with parenting and Motherhood, it brings on another level because, yes, we've been able to keep our dog alive. But, like, when we can't figure out what's wrong with him, how bad do we stress out? Yeah. Do we need to take him to the vet? The vet is, like, $500 easily. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is he being anxious or is this something to worry about? That's going to be going through our mind all the time as parents. And, yes, it is a foreshadow of the type of parents we are and how aware we are of our pets needs. Um, But it brings on another sense of like anxiety and doubt and worry when we're talking about a baby. And also we both haven't been around an infant like in a long time, Mm -hmm. like in terms of like caring for one, it's been a long time for me. So The things that we can try to control, we try to. And then the things that are actual just anxiety and doubts and fears, we try to like, like we let them happen. But Mm -hmm. we also try to say that those things are out of our control. And also that's very much so the devil trying to tell us what we can and cannot do. And God is always in control, period. Right. 
So that definitely helps with our anxiety. Um, well, with my anxiety and so, yeah, the stress of just thinking about being a parent, keeping a child alive, all the things that you don't know, even with pregnancy, there's so many things I didn't even know could happen. Like I have carpal tunnel. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. It is ghetto here. I have carpal tunnel. My wrists and my fingers hurt bad. And it's something that happens in the third trimester that you can't control and that you just have to take Tylenol for, mm-hmm. you know, like that's going to happen. Yeah. Like with this whole journey, but there's a lot of doubts and fear that comes with like, there's so many things like preeclampsia. Um, should we do a, a medical uh, delivery? Should we have medicine? Should we, Go to a birthing center. Like, it's just so many options. Yeah, there's a lot of choices. Yeah, and it makes you doubt what's the best decision for you and your family. Right. Um, so, yeah. Like, we spend a lot of time on YouTube yeah. looking at uh, not only birthing videos. Well, right now, it's more so birthing because that's the stage that we're at. But I'm sure as we progress... And uh, the babies here will be watching more videos on parenting and right how the uh, new nutrition and things things of that nature to help the baby to help the baby out. But even with that, you're gonna get there's a ton of different opinions, right? And there's a ton of different people who have had different experiences because every baby's different. We have no idea what our baby's gonna be like. And, uh, again, that's the, that's the unknown, that's We're, the unknown yeah. piece of it. And the best advice is to prepare for the things that you want. Like we're preparing to have a certain type of delivery, but if it goes wrong or opposite of what we want to be open to it, mm-hmm. like if we have to have a C-section, we have to have a C-section as long as the baby gets here safely mm-hmm. and we're both safe. Um, And like, even with the courses, like we're taking courses online for new parents. It sounds so funny. And I'm sure it's going (laughs) to be funny. Like if we have a second kid, like that, we went through all of this because I'm sure the second kid, it's not even this serious, but for us, it's this serious. This is the first time that we're doing this. So like, we want to know like where we're supposed to go in the hospital, like what it's going to be like. So we're like looking at videos on like that whole experience. And even when I go into the hospital now, I'm more aware of who's going to labor and delivery and who's Mm -hmm. going. And and I'm noticing like, okay, so that's where, that's where we're going to go. If we check in for labor delivery or a C-section. Right. So I'm more aware of like things like that, as opposed to just going to my appointments because it's starting to get closer. Like even just like where labor and delivery parks Mm-hmm. is different from other like other entrances and all of that stuff. So yeah, the stress is real um in terms of preparing and then I have a lot of bump buddies and everybody's got, and everybody's got a different way of doing things or a different thought yeah. process. So it's it's hard not to take in all of that and Think, okay, am I doing some, is my way of doing it different, good or bad? Mm -hmm. You know, like one of, um, 
my bump buddies is doing a what a birthing center. So she's going to try to do no medicine. Mm. And I, first of all, I'm never going to discourage anybody. Right. Do you, boo-boo. But that ain't for me. <laughs> I'm going to be cheering for you from the side. One of your doubts, one of your, one of the things you're nervous about is if you're going to be able to get the epidural. Right, because I need you've seen it. situations where the timing doesn't match up the right way to where you can't you can't get it. Right. So you're you're stressed out about my not fear being is able to get yeah it. my <laughs> fear is being able to feel too much. I need the epidural to take. Okay, that's where I'm at with it. But I don't want to over like shadow my thoughts and opinions because that's what I want to do. Yo, what did Micah say about the epidural? He said, he said it was just get the epidural. It's it's an open book test. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Why wouldn't you get it? <laughs> first of all, he wasn't even in the bed though. Right. <laughs> he said it was an open book test and <laughs> sold. Okay. <laughs> because your girl did well on those, but yeah. So I, I, that's one of the things that plays with you because like I said, a lot of my friends are pregnant, like in an actual close proximity. And mm-hmm. so like, and Marissa, I even said she's being induced in less than three weeks. And so all I know is I'm going to go over there, see the baby once she gets home, when she's ready to accept the visitors and I told her, I was like, I don't want to hear your story. Me and Marissa have been friends since we was five. So I already know her level of drama matches my level of drama. And so I don't need that energy <laughs> <laughs> as I count down my weeks. So I told her, I was like, I don't want to hear your story until after my kid is here. Because I'm going to be anxious. Right. So... Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of things happening right now. Even breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. I want to breastfeed. I've gotten everything necessary to breastfeed. But I also have a can of formula just in case <laughs> it don't work out. Okay? Like, we're not trying to let all of the fear and anxiety overcome us. Yeah. But it's definitely there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of changes. And even once we do get some of the younger parents that I've talked to, they say the the one of the stressful things is that when you get into it, you get into a groove. Like, you know, all right, they feed at this time, they sleep at this time. And then as soon as you get into that groove, it changes. Mm hmm. And because they're always maturing, they're always growing, their needs are going to consistently become different. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's like we're just going to get the hang of it. And then even even once you get the hang of it uh, up and up until they're in like school age, then they're going to the next grade. Then they're going to middle school, high school. And there's there's different challenges that come with those different levels. And I think that's one thing that's a little different from what you were saying about the way that we care for a dog now. Mm -hmm. Whereas, yeah, we do worry when 
it seems like something's wrong. Yes, we do have to feed him. We have to, to tend to all of his needs and all of that. But once once you get a dog trained, it's pretty much autopilot. Like you pretty much know. Yeah. Go We've ahead. also learned through experience when we've over worried and taken him to the vet and they just told us he had anxiety <laughs> that, that we're not going to keep running to the vet. We're going to give it a few hours. And if right. it's the same situation and that's going to be what happens with the baby, like obviously right. the first instance, we're going to be panicking. Right. And then we're going to realize it's something that we got kind of have to kind of figure out on our own. And there are going to be emergencies like we've had with Tyson. And there are going to be things that it's like you're overreacting or your anxiety is taking the best, making, taking the best of you. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it was just like a learning process. Tyson's 10. It's like when we, you get a 10 year old, you're like, see ya. FaceTime when you get to your friend's house. I mean, it's probably it's not that easy going, but you right. know what I'm That's saying? That's what I'm saying. Like five, five and 10 is completely different. Yeah. In dog years, five and 10 is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You know, but a five-year-old and a 10-year-old, they're going to go through. You said. Reese, uh, Reese is being different right now. Yeah. And how old My is nephew, he? Reese, he's, he's 10. Yeah, exactly. He start. He's asking for mirrors. He needs to look at himself room. where he goes to school. <laughs> <laughs> he's freaking his mom out. <laughs> and it's funny from our point of view because those aren't our stresses yet. Right. Each each age, each level of maturity is going to come with its own stressors and its own its its own worries and and doubts about how to handle certain things. Right. But like you said, it's. We have to put our faith in God and recognize that at the end of the day, this is God's baby in the first place. Right. It's not even our baby. We're just... The steward. Right. We're just the stewards to oversee and help to uh, make sure that... And because everything that we're doing is through the strength of God anyway. So, mm-hmm. and everything ha- everything's going to happen the way that it's supposed to mm-hmm. like we can't mess up god's plan for the baby right that 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 has uh, has already been established and it's easier said than done right. as as we haven't gone through anything yet right but that's going to be the thing that pulls us through that's right. going to be the strength that's what we have to have in the back of our head right to stay sane right in the midst of all of the changes and and doubts yeah Um, this week on our Instagram, we did ask for some parenting advice and I wanted to go through a few of them, um, before we move on to the next set of doubts and worries. Um, Cynthia said, and I think she has a, she has a 10 month old ship family. Yes. She has, they have a 10 month old, her and her husband and She said, parenting is a lot of trial and error. What works for someone else's baby may not work for yours. Do not ever feel obligated to explain your choices to maintain your baby's health and safety. That's above all else. Give yourself grace and patience as a parent and in your marriage, because having a baby truly changes it all. Everything with raising a baby comes with parental discretion. So trust your natural instincts and do what feels right for your family. I thought that that was yeah. great advice. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Marielle 
she's been she's been a guest of the show with Andre, her husband Andre, um, who we talk about all the time. He's our financial advisor. Said, don't set too many expectations. Parent-child relationships are more of an ongoing evolution than a te- teachable skill. For instance, one day our child put himself to sleep and, disli- and disliked baths. The next week he's in our bed till 12 a.m. and crying because bath time is over. Stay ready to <laughs> adapt. Right. That's what I was just talking about. <laughs> um, Miss Mish. 93. I'm not sure her name, but that's her Instagram said, make yourself a a self-care a priority. My children are five and three and I still struggle with this. And I say this for both mom and dad and Shatia. She is a wife and mother of three. I think her youngest is her youngest is one. Um, so she's a friend of the podcast. She said, schedule a baby moon explanation, exclamation. <laughs> okay. Because we already started talking about that. Already. It's already in the works, Shatia. <laughs> Cause I haven't been on vacation in two years. Right. I think this is great advice. Um, and some of the things that we've already kind of thought about and talked about, but hearing it from people who are living it mm-hmm. kind of emphasizes you know, things are going to change spending as much quality time as we can now, which we have been trying to do, making each other a priority, making ourselves a priority. Um, but also like being willing and able to adapt. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be something we can foreshadow. Yeah. It's going to be different every day. Yeah, for sure. And, and really, when you think about it from that point of view, that that does help with your anxiety. Like, there's nothing we can control. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. Yeah. Like, I pray that this child sleeps in his own room after all the stuff that I'm buying for that room. But he might not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe we going to sleep in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. It's a lot. We're making it, though. Yeah. We are making it. Yeah. And then like, uh, I forget who you said gave that advice just now, but about making the marriage a priority, we, we are still, we're still technically, how, are we how, yeah, our, our, how long are you considered newlyweds? Until you have your kid. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I actually Googled that and I couldn't find any, anybody to agree on it, but. I, I still consider us newlyweds I because I look the- at a, I look at other couples that are like 20, 30 years deep. Yeah. And we're, to them, we're newlyweds. Right. Yeah. To somebody who's getting married tomorrow, we might be more seasoned to them. But, I mean, we've been married, what, two years? Yeah. So I think we're still, we're, I guess we're out of what they would consider the honeymoon phase but we're still we're still young in our marriage and i and i know that when we talk about when we talk about doubts i i personally had doubts going into the marriage not necessarily doubts that i was marrying the right person mm-hmm. but doubts in regards to am i ready 
Right. Am I ready for everything that's going to come along with marriage and all of the life changes that are going to occur and all of the challenges that are are going to be presented with that with with marriage and uh it it certainly is challenging but it goes back to having faith in God and recognizing that everything he's not going to lead you to a place not to lead you through through that through that experience that he's leading you to in the first place mm-hmm. and i knew he was leading me in that direction so i just had to trust but it didn't change the and and that and that's why i wanted to talk about that aspect of the the doubts too because that it uh you can see like just because we're happy mm-hmm. and we want to because we we are happy and we do we wanted we wanted marriage it's not like either one of us felt like we were being forced into marriage or trying to appease somebody but at the same time it's like it's another one of those things it's the unknown it's the fear of the unknown we neither one of us have been married before right so neither one of us really comp it's easy to talk about things it's easy to and we you can even listen back on our podcast some of the stuff we've said before we got married probably sounded naive and we talked about that too because it's easy to talk about it in a way and it's and that's probably going to happen once we have the baby as well mm-hmm. where we're talking about things with the baby now and we're going to sound naive 2 years down the line when the baby's actually here but mm-hmm. that's just how life goes at the end of the day at the end of the day you just have to you, you don't you don't learn at the end of the day, experience is the way that you learn and experience right. is the way that you grow. So you can't be afraid to experience, but that's not going to, that's not going to take those doubts away. That's not going to take those fears away. I still feel like doubts and fears in regards to, uh, making sure that I'm being the best husband for, for you, you know, uh, making sure that because you do see how do I want to say this? Like the, the divorce rate is still about 50%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you look, so even though we have the intention that we want to let do this thing forever, you start to think how many of those people also had that same mindset mm-hmm. and it didn't necessarily work out. What did they do? What did they do that, I, what did they do or what did they not do that I could do to help prevent that from happening? And you start to get in your head about things, mm-hmm. at least for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, is it similar for you? No. I, not in terms of marriage. Um, that's one of my things that I'm very, I mean, I'm confident in. I'm not saying that things can't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm more worried about like if something happened to you. That's part of marriage. Like if something were to happen to you and you died, those are my anxieties, my worries, not necessarily like things that we can't work through. Mm -hmm. Things that are unforeseen are more so, well, I guess that could be 
go both ways. But to me, the unforeseen things would be more so like death, car accidents. I get very worrisome about things like that. Um, so yeah, but not in the sense of like divorce. Um, but also with having a kid that could change because I'm your main priority. You're my main priority. Right. And so we're going to have to work together on a whole different priority. Right. (laughs) So that could change. But right now that's not one of the things that concerns me mm-hmm. um, for thinking about the things that we do proactive um, for situations like that, you know, the way that we, the way that we turn to God in every situation um, actively going and talking to a therapist about my concerns and my worries. Those are things that I feel like help for me to not feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not waiting until something gets to its absolute worst to go talk to somebody. Right. The things that I have concerns about within our marriage, I'm already talking about them and I'm finding a health, a healthy way to communicate them to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not necessarily in that aspect. Um, gotcha. But it's taken time to get there because in the beginning, when we went through our situation with infidelity, there were more of those thoughts and feelings. Right. But where I'm at now, no. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I guess, and it's not really that I have doubts in terms of things like that, because I know the things I can control are the things I can control. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have any doubts about, I'm more so... I'm more so thinking about the un like the unknown the unknown factors like you like even like you said uh like different different things because as life goes on as life goes on things change like people's situations change like mm-hmm. somebody might get into a car accident and then that changes the whole dynamic of the relationship or different different things different things like that that you can't even that you can't even foresee and i definitely don't dwell on i don't dwell on those things and the my, my faith in our relationship is definitely stronger than the doubts mm-hmm. uh, about it i'm just being being honest that those are those are present those those right. doubts are still are still present there no i get that yeah yeah. And um, I know that I know that I'm going to I know that I'm going to do everything in my power to make the relationship and the marriage work mm-hmm. because that's my intention. My intention is forever and I know your intention is forever as well. Uh till death till death do us part. Right. But at the at the end of the day we will we're we're gonna we're gonna like ten years from now we'll both be different people, right? You know, so we'll both go go through things, and I'm 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 still planning to do everything that is that is in my power to to make sure the relationship and the marriage is growing and and going in the right in the right direction. But it's it's hard to plan for that when you don't know what those things are going to have to be that you have to do at that time frame. 
because it's just the same thing as the same thing as a kid. It, it's the unknown. But I have I have complete faith at the end of the day in our in our relationship and the growth of our relationship. And mm-hmm. I know that I know that because, like you said, we lean on God as our foundation and not ourselves because that that that's where the doubt comes in. The mm-hmm. recognition, the recognizing that we're human. We're mm-hmm. both human beings. So humans are going to human. And that's going to cause us to to go through things. But at the end of the day, if we put our faith in something that's above us, which is God, not just something, mm-hmm. then we, I, I think that's what's going to lead us through. And that's what silences those doubts. Because like you said, the doubts are the devil. Right. I think also if we got into a place where we're like, we're not leaning on God as our soul. Love our soul support. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would feel differently, right? Um, but where we are now, I don't really see that as a huge concern or right. something that we can't work through, right? Um, we already talked about what, being on the same page in terms of moving as a unit, but realistically, we don't always get that right. But it's the way that we communicate with each other to get back on the same page. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be with anything. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, when we talk about doubts of having a baby, it's not necessarily our parenting together that worries me. It's more so like, am I bringing all that I'm supposed to be bringing to the table that I do well for our family? Mm-hmm. And it, is that the same for you? Like, am right. I doing what I'm supposed to be doing because we're a team? And so it's like, you're not like, for example, you're not the one that went through all the items, the baby items to make the registry. Right. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you didn't help me plan the nursery. That's not your thing. Mm-hmm. But the things that you do do, we're worried about, do we do them well? Are we doing them right. well enough? That we're going to be able to succeed together as parents. Right. And like I said, all we can do is prepare ourselves. Like by going to the classes, showing up together, doing our part. Mm -hmm. Like you do the laundry. I fold it and I organize it. Little things like that. Mm -hmm. That's the preparation that we're doing. Right. To prepare for the unknown. He might not be able to wear newborn clothes, <laughs> but we have it. <laughs> he might, you know, he might go straight from the little newborns to the six month. He might be big. Right. But we're prepared. Right. And we're not going to be upset if he doesn't. Right. So I think that's more so where the doubt is coming from. Am yeah. I doing my best for our team? Am I yeah. showing up? And with being pregnant, it d- plays with you. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, I feel like I'm moving slower. Mm-hmm. I'm like this, what would it took me a month and a half to get that baby's room together is taking me months, plural. Right. It's a lot of stuff to buy. Mm-hmm. We've spent a lot of money. Yeah. And people have spent a lot of money supporting us. So things like that make you anxious. Like yeah. I like I talked about before, I don't want to waste anybody's money. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we got the the two hundred fifty dollar breathable mattress. He got to sleep on that. <laughs> can't sleep with us, homie. You can't. <laughs> Somebody sponsored that for you, right? So that you don't suffocate. <laughs> you know, like yeah. So that's where my stress is more so coming from. Like, and when we talk about marriage. I know that that's one thing I'm confident in. I know I'm doing my best. I bring my best self to the plate. And when I don't, I know how to come back from it because it's normal to not always be your best. Right. You know, we're learning just like how I use Tyson as the example that sometimes I'm over exaggerating and I need to come back and apologize, mm. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And for sure. And I know I'm, and I think, I think, uh, my, my sentiments are this are the same in that regard i'm uh i think some of the stuff the the things that you're saying are the things that i feel i'm just saying it a little different and i don't mm-hmm. want i don't want the this podcast to come off as like we're super fearful and doubtful uh we're definitely more excited than anything we're yeah. we're excited we're uh ready we're ready for this new journey we're happy uh i just wanted to make sure that we're touching on the the other the other side of it the the human aspect of it where uh and even even with marriage i'm i'm i don't i don't want it to come off that i'm not confident in our marriage either because i i am and i'm confident that especially with leaning on god and i'm confident in that I myself am doing everything just those, 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 those doubts and fears sometimes can help to motivate you and help you to get introspective and think about, am I doing like, sometimes you need that introspection, right? Am I doing everything that is needed to help this relationship and this marriage survive? Because you don't want to start coasting either. You don't want to just get on autopilot to where you're like, Oh, I got this. So that that that's more so that's more so where where I was coming from from it with and also the fact that like even on the podcast when we talk about these different topics I I like to say that give the disclaimer that we're we don't we're not trying to talk about these things as if we know everything as if we have figured everything out because we we understand that we are human beings just like everybody else right just figuring it out so when you think about it that way like sometimes you can say this is the way to do this this is the way to do that but then your human brain comes in and the doubt kicks in and it's like is that the way to do that yeah it's like you guys are growing with us because like i said right. right now that's not a doubt in terms of my feelings and sentiments towards our marriage but once we have a kid we can't be naive to the fact, just like we were talking about with our friends, losing our friends, that that's going to weigh on us in a different, on our marriage in a different way. Right. And so, although we haven't experienced it yet and it's not an issue for, or a concern right now, it's not to say that it won't be. Right. And it's more, it's the unknown. It's more yeah. so that fear of the But we're not going to stress unknown. it right now because right. right now we good. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So we're making it. Yeah. We yeah, appreciate so. all of um, the feedback. And like, 
it's so as excited as we are, the overwhelming outpour of love and excitement for us, like heightens everything. Mm-hmm. Like we're very lucky and blessed to have a platform like this that we can express ourselves and kind of have people grow through life with us. Like just thinking about how we started as engaged in preparing for our wedding to Mm -hmm. preparing for our our child is such um, a big deal and a nice thing to have. Like, yeah, for sure. To look back on as we continue to grow. If you've listened to the podcast thus far, screenshot it on your phone and tag us in your story um, at John and Tanisha at J O N A N D T A N E S H A. And Sound we will like share me. you. We will share you in our story. Yeah. Um, and even with the, when we talk about doubts, we, we, th- that applies to the podcast as well. You mm-hmm. know, I know if you're just somebody who's never even thought about doing a podcast, it's easy. It could be easy to look at us and and say, "Oh, they're really they're really doing it. They're really out here. They're super confident in themselves. I wish that I could do that." Something like that. And uh, at the end of the day, we have doubts with this too. Oh, for you know, sure. The, the, where there are times we have conversations like, "Should we even continue to do this? Are people really listening? Are people really getting something from it?" I know I've had conversations with you where I'm like, is it even worth pouring out your heart and being so brutally honest if people don't actually even care? And I know people care, but it's just that it's that human aspect. You know, you get in your head about things and then I get in my head about things like, is the art like stressing out about is the audio right? Like if we if we are like trying to take the steps to make sure that if we are going to continue doing it, that we can take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's, there's doubts that are involved with that, but it's, it's normal. It's, it's, it's human nature. But once again, it goes back to, which is going to be the common theme of our, of our podcast. It goes back to God. It goes back to faith in God. And that's how you deal with because everything is we talk about things that are unknown at the end of the day. Everything's unknown. We don't know what's going to happen this afternoon. Mm -hmm. I mean, COVID showed us that that in the blink of an eye, our whole lives can can change like anything. Anything can happen. So we can't act. We can never act like we know everything, like we have all the answers and. Mm -hmm. Those, those, in that regard, we can't, we also can't ignore, ignore our, our natural human emotions. We have to acknowledge them in order to, to move through them because they're going to, they're going to pop up in other ways if Mm -hmm. you don't acknowledge them and just act like they don't exist. Like you mentioned that you've been to therapy where you've been able to talk through some of those things and it's going to make it makes a big it makes a big difference mm-hmm. being able to talk through things as opposed to just experiencing things and feeling like you're just super overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. 
because the doubts are going to be there. The self, the self doubts are going to be there, but through God, you can work through them. Yeah. Yeah. That's always going to be our common theme. Mm -hmm. And like I said, once it's not, I'm going to be a little scared because that's going to be, that's the thing that sustains us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I have too. I think (laughs) it's more doubt. Oh, God. I think that's all I have. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Like, uh, like Tanisha said, uh, I don't, I don't usually say your name out loud. You never it's call weird. me Tanisha. I like it. Like, <laughs> say my name. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> but like she said, make sure that if you if you like what you're hearing, you share us. You let other people know uh, about us, about the podcast, where they can listen to it at, and share, sc- screenshot it, tag us, and make sure that uh, make sure that you're spreading the word. Yeah, and keep leaving feedback on our Instagram. It's really helpful. It really yeah. is. Yeah, we love connecting. And let us know with any topics that you want to hear about as well. Yeah, that we haven't touched on but yeah until next time try love and and not not other other drugs drugs. try love not other drugs try love not other drugs try love try love try love not other drugs try love not other drugs try love not other drugs try love try love try love not other drugs king and queen we both got a crown that's mrs chambers i'm a husband now put some respect on it when we come around king and queen we both got a crown and queen we both, both got, got a crown. crown that's mrs chambers i'm a husband now put some respect on it when we come around king and queen we both, both got a crown